Welcome to Going Platinum, the show where one man will review some of the most iconic, or not so iconic, albums of all time. Here's your host, Luke Kane. Hey everybody, welcome back to Going Platinum. It's that time once again for me to review another great album. Today I'd like to move west of the British Isles into the Midwestern United States, where a Chicago-based band really defined the term radio-friendly. And that band's name is Styx. The album released, Grand Illusion. Now, I'd like to point out the elephant in the room real quick. Yes, a lot of critics hate this band, primarily due to the fact that they work like a business. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but when the business is run more like a dictatorship than an actual rock band, you know you got something pretty bad on your hands. But Styx still managed to pull through and make really good albums. In 1976, they released the album Crystal Ball with a new guitar player, Tommy Shaw. He would become an incredible contribution to this band. The album was moderately successful, but critics and audiences wanted a lot more from Styx, as they were going downhill a little bit fast. So, with the writing geniuses of Dennis DeYoung, Tommy Shaw, and James J.Y. Young, they made The Grand Illusion, released on July 7, 1977. Very fitting for what was about to become with this band. But let's not waste our time anymore. Let's get right into track one. The album opens fittingly with the title track, The Grand Illusion. And when you hear a lot of the lyrics in this song, you know that it's going to be really good, a little bit weird, but still very meaningful. A very bold opening. Way to go, Dennis. The show that it speaks of is not really like a rock concert-like show. What I think is, it's the actual album instead. No, it is not a concept album for that reason. Another way to see it is, it's a show about life. And the lyrics kind of corroborate with that. The message that Dennis DeYoung... The message that Dennis wants to get out to audiences is to not be swayed by you know, the things you see on TV or read about in magazines or newspapers, because that's not really the life worth living, because it's fake. That's the illusion that this song is talking about. It begins a theme of positivity and being true to yourself. This theme continues with track two. Tommy Shaw takes the reins and produces Fooling Yourself. Remember what I just said about a theme being true to yourself? Well... The lyrics seem to speak about a guy who didn't really hear that. My belief is that the angry young man is Dennis. He wants things to go his way, but when they don't, he always feels bad about himself, and yet thinks that's how people should define him. Not really the case, though. It's about letting go of that fear, and just still staying true to yourself, and being who you are. Nothing else should actually ever define you. That's what I think this song is about. A big compliment that I have to give Sticks is that they absolutely know when to be loud and when to be soft. This song is more upbeat, but lighter, and I think it really complements the Grand Illusion album as a whole. It even has a killer bass solo. Okay, Sticks isn't really known for its solos, but 
it is known for making really good music come together in its simplistic form. Kind of like the Beatles. Anyway, great song. Time for track three. Next up is a song called Superstars. It's alright. Yeah, I'm not really that enthusiastic about this song. And apparently a lot of people weren't either. Over the course of Styx's history, this song was not played a lot. And for probably good reason. It's not memorable. It still kind of fits with the whole general theme of what I've been talking about, but not really as much better as Grand Illusion or Fooling Yourself. It doesn't really have as much going for it as any of the last songs on the album, nor any of the five later. I think it's about the instinct of people wanting to become, quote-unquote, superstars. And it's for that reason that I think it's the weakest song in the album. There isn't really a message... It's just an assumption of happiness instead of how to truly find it. So lyrically and musically, it doesn't have a lot going for it. And I don't think it's really that good. If you think it is, great. All the power to you. And if you want to debate me on this, go follow my Twitter, Going Platinum. Anyways, let's get into the real reason why this album went triple platinum. Come Sail Away, track 4. Let me play the beginning of it. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, okay. I have a confession to make. There's something about this album in particular that I don't like. In fact, this song. Yes, I know, this song is very critically acclaimed and one of Styx's best. That's fine. My problem with it is Dennis DeYoung's singing voice. Am I seriously the only person that really hates it? I mean, with the unnecessary vibratos and no real power behind his voice, it sounds like it can break glass. Well, hey, it has one thing going for it. It's distinctive. But even if you take Dennis DeYoung's voice out of the equation, it still manages to be a really, really good song. No, that's even understating it. This song is an absolute masterpiece by Styx, and it's very clear to see why. It's pretty much split up into two sections. The first one, obviously, is a ballad-like section. Then it gets into a hard rock section and outright takes the cake. You got the best of both worlds with this song already. What's next? You add synthesizers. The lyrics complement this song tenfold. At first, it's about sending a course for your life and following your goals. Then, apparently, a group of angels or aliens take him to space, chanting, Come sail away. Sure, if you can reel in audiences with great lyrics and a great opening riff, you pretty much have nothing to worry about as far as content. It's very fantasy-like and very ambiguous, making it stick out a lot more than the previous songs. And I think that's what they were and I think that's what they were going for when writing this. They wanted it to stick out more than the other songs because of its message and the fact that it has not a ton to do with an overall message that Grand Illusion and Fooling Yourself did. And it worked perfectly. It's still played in their live shows, it's still played on the radio, it's still one of Rock's best. And that's a really good note to end Side 1 on. Side 2 coming right up.
Miss America opens up side two, and it begins with a little motif of the original Miss America theme. Then it jumps into a really nice sounding hard rock tune, sung by James J.Y. Young. Needless to say, it's about the lucky lady who does win Miss America. But honestly, this song should be in the pageants. Or at least it should have been at the time. Do you think people in the 70s and 80s really wanted to hear rock ballads? No, they just wanted pure rock and roll. And they got that with this song. They absolutely nailed it. I like the recurring leitmotif of the original Miss America tune that comes out, well, a few times in this song. But I think of all the songs on this album, this one has the least to do with the overall encompassing theme. Even though I said Superstars was probably the worst song on this album, Miss America I don't think is much better. It was popular during Styx's live shows, well, a few of them, but honestly, it doesn't really have as much staying power as, well, as much as Come Sail Away, Grand Illusion, or Fooling Yourself did. And yet even though I said it's the second worst song in this album, that doesn't mean I think it's bad. No, I think it's really good, and I think you guys should check it out too. It's a little bit underrated for a James J.Y. tune, but I think it really holds up. It's time for a story. So, when Styx was touring behind the Crystal Ball album, they eventually opened for Kansas in 1976. The power of the music that was around them all the way throughout the tour was so powerful that it made Tommy Shaw write Man in the Wilderness in about a day. Supposedly, this song is about the isolation of being on the road and being compared to many artists who, quite frankly, can do your job better. Yet, it's the unconscious joy from the audience that listens to you and cheers your name when you go out on stage that makes it all worth it. The metaphors of isolation really come into light when you hear the chorus. Well, here's why, Tommy. You unconsciously make people happy with the music you make while being inspired by other people who make you happy with the music they create. It creates a perfect loop of positivity. The catch is, is that you now have to continue this cycle. And that can be a little bit daunting. As a performer myself, I can easily relate to the emotions that he must be going through at the time. And that's why this is my favorite song in the album. Not much more to say. If only it was played more during their live shows. <sighs> Why must my favorite songs on this album rarely be played during Styx concerts? I'm sorry. It's just a question that I have. Castle Walls is my favorite tune by Dennis DeYoung on this album. For one, his vocals don't sound that bad, in my opinion. There aren't even a ton of lyrics to begin with, and... Most of them are harmonized. The story seems very ominous. It seems like it's about a man looking out and seeing absolute warpath going on and a lot of people dying and just overall sadness. The tempo and the music itself really complements the lyrics. It's very slow, but very powerful. 
I like how it takes the best worlds from guitar and synthesizers and puts them all into a song just like this. It seemed like it would be very good to the fans, but once again, it wasn't and fell victim to the really good song, but unfortunately not warranted enough of a single. Symptom. Hopefully when this episode comes out, maybe people will start to look more at the underrated classics that we forgot about, but come back and find out they're really, really good. And at last, we come to the grand finale, the final track. It is the melody of Superstars with the lyrics of Grand Illusion and Come Sail Away for some reason. It reiterates the powerful points brought up in the title track. Has a little bit of the end guitar solo from Grand Illusion and ends just as powerful as it began. And that's the Grand Illusion by Styx. Overall, this album did not disappoint and actually didn't strike out that much with critics. They couldn't deny that this band was going places, and it was going places fast. In fact, this album went triple platinum in the United States. But wait, there's more. This is the first of four in a row to go triple platinum. Yes, Styx was the first band to release four triple platinum albums in a row. Beals didn't do that. Stones didn't do that. Styx was the first. You couldn't deny their success, even if you hated them. My best recommendation is to listen to the album. If you have an original, or you use Spotify or iTunes, either way would be fine. And that's going to do it for me. Thank you so much for tuning into episode 4 of Going Platinum. As always, you can check out my Twitter page, where you can post about what you like or what you don't like about the album, or you can message me about what you want to hear next. Until next time.